Hey everyone, Randy Lloyd here and I just want to thank you for coming across to another episode of our podcast and our YouTube channel. Thank you very much for coming across. Uh, thank you very much for coming across. Uh, if you are watching this on my Facebook page or my Instagram page. And today's episode, we are going to be talking about uh, discovering your purpose from a biblical perspective. All right. And this is going to be uh, one, one part of the biblical perspective because it has several parts you can discover and analyze and, and try to get closer to understanding purpose in your life. And this, what I have, I have read, I'm breaking it down. I've had discussions with it with, uh, with with different folks and so on and you know it, it it seems that this is really really a good source to understand purpose uh, most people do not look at the bible and the biblical perspective you just look at bible as something spiritual and that's it and that's forget that we, we're not into that like now we think and so on um, but you're missing out on a lot of information a lot of great truths by not wanting to just um look at the biblical perspective of something and for me if i believe that god created us then just go back to um basically the word right uh like and, and also there are so many other perspectives that i just really like to discuss but Taking it from the biblical perspective is really, really great. So let's get into it, right, guys? So I'm, I'm reading it here from Exodus chapter 13 from verse 17. And I'm going straight to chapter 14. I'm going straight all the way now to verse, uh, let me see, verse 18. So Exodus chapter 13 from verse 17. And like I said, guys, this is just a, another perspective of it. I have other different perspectives of how we can analyze um and observe purpose in our life, right, guys? So, uh, so my mic here, I'll just make sure my mic is working. Hopefully, it is. Yes, I am here. So, guys, let's, let's, so let's get into it. Exodus chapter 13 from verse 17. Then it came to pass when Pharaoh had let the people go that God did not let them by way of the land of the Philistines, although that was near. For God said, lest perhaps the people change their minds when they see war and return to Egypt. So God led the people around by way of the wilderness of the Red Sea, and the children of Israel went up to went up in orderly ranks out of the land of Egypt. And Moses took the bones of Joseph with him, for he had placed the children of Israel under solemn oath, saying, God will surely visit you, and you shall carry up my bones from here with you. So they took their journey from Sukkot and camped in Etam at the edge of the wilderness. And the Lord went before them by day in a pillar of cloud to lead the way and by night in a pillar of fire to give them light so as to go by day and night. He did not take away the pillar of cloud by day or the pillar of fire by night from before the people. Don't don't, don't miss that, right, guys? Just just underline that if it's anything. Chapter 14 from verse 1. The Lord spoke to Moses, saying, Speak to the children of Israel that they turn and come before Pi Harriot between Migdal and the sea, opposite Baal Zephon. You shall come before it by the sea. For Pharaoh will say of the children of Israel, They are bewildered by the land. The wilderness has closed them in. 
that I will harden Pharaoh's heart so that he will pursue them and I will gain honor over Pharaoh and over his army that the Egyptians may know that I am the Lord. And they did so. Now it was told the king of Egypt that the people had fled and the heart of Pharaoh and his servants was turned against the people and they said, Why have we done this? That we have let Israel go from serving us. Right? So he made ready his chariots and took his people with him. Also he took 600 choice chariots and all the chariots of Egypt with captains over every one of them. And the Lord hardened the heart of Pharaoh, king of Egypt, and he pursued the children of Israel, and the children of Israel went out with boldness. They went out with boldness. So the Egyptians pursued them, all the horses and chariots of Pharaoh, his horsemen and his army, and overtook them camping by the sea besides Pi Harirot, before Bial, Zephon, uh, verse 10. And when Pharaoh drew near, the children of Israel lifted their eyes, and behold, the Egyptians marched after them. So they were very afraid, and the children of Israel cried out. Right? They cried out to the Lord. Then they said to Moses, Because there were no graves in Egypt, have you taken us away to die in the wilderness? Why have you so dealt with us to bring us up out of Egypt? Is this not the word that we told you? In Egypt saying let us alone that we may serve the Egyptians for it would have been better for us to serve the Egyptian than that we should die in the wilderness and Moses said to the people do not be afraid stand still and see the salvation of the Lord which he will accomplish for you today for the Egyptians whom you see today you shall see again no more forever the Lord will fight for you and you shall hold your peace and the Lord said to Moses, why do you cry out to me? Tell the children of Israel to go forth, but lift up your rod and stretch out your hand over the sea and divide it. And the children of Israel shall go on dry ground through the midst of the sea. And I indeed will harden the hearts of the Egyptians and they shall follow them. So I will gain honor over Pharaoh and over all his army, his chariots and his horsemen. Then, then the Egyptians shall know that I am the Lord when I have gained honor for myself over Pharaoh, his chariots, and his horsemen. And the angel of God who went before the camp of Israel moved and went behind them, and the pillar of cloud went from before them and stood behind them between, they stood behind them between the Egyptians who was coming down for them and the, the, the children of Israelites. Now, when you observe the passage and the verses that I have now read, there are so much lessons that we can learn from this. However, I just want to stick and focus in on an idea of discovering purpose. And that idea comes from the fact that the children of Israelites were leaving Egypt, and they were leaving Egypt to head down to the Red Sea. Follow me now. So God see that when he was leading them, he was leading them to the promised land. He was leading them to their desire, where they want to go, right? So he was leading them there to the, to the promised land, to their desire, where they, to freedom, where they, you know, where they want to go. But he didn't let them the way of the Philistines because he saw that they would see war and they would want to change their minds and go right back to bondage. 
so they want to go back to where it was all the time so it's, it's it's like god knew that they would see trouble and what this tells us and tells me is that god knows your desires he knows how to get you to where you want to be he knows how to get you to that promised land he knows how to get you to accomplish your desires so once you put in your trust in god and by reading his his word by depending on him for guidance and so on he now would take you and direct your path in the right path where you would want to go and where you have to be rather than you you, you take an easier path and then you see um, issues and then you want to turn back that is exactly what's happening here in verse 17 um Exodus chapter 13 for verse 17. God see that he knows the path that he wants to take you. So uh, this is just an encouragement that God knows that once you trust him, he will guide and direct your path. So that's, so that's, that, that, that's cool. And verse 18, someone was pointing out to me. The people of Israelites was leaving Egypt in orderly ranks, which suggests that God is a God of order. He didn't, didn't left Egypt hell, um, just, just randomly and just, you know, it's, it's like a carnival and, you, and they leave and everybody, you know, it's just wildness. No, he was, they left Egypt in orderly ranks, which is very unique and it's a, it's a, it's, it shows order, discipline, right? And then... We don't want to observe, I mean, there's so much things you can gather, right? But we just want to focus on purpose. The children of Israel heading down now to the Red Sea, and they're leaving boldly. That's on verse 8, chapter 14, verse 8. So the bold, they're leaving with confidence. Then they hear and they're seeing the Egyptians coming down. So when, they, when they're leaving boldly, and then they lift up their eyes to see the Egyptians coming, they start to get scared. So sometimes when we observe the Egyptians coming down, is it's felt as if well it's like obstacle, it's like, like trouble, destruction, um, haters, bad bite, um, bad mouthers and haters just coming down at you. And when these people come down at you, you know, we lift up and we and we and we and we, we focus on them, and then you know, because we focus on them, we just Start to get scared and things not going on. You know, it, it just seems as if problems, and it's as if well, it, the, the, this text is just trying to show us that yes, we have issues going towards your desires, we have problems heading towards your desires, but not to focus on them. You remember, you're focusing on God who is guiding you towards that end that you want to go to. So. When they reach by the when they reach by the um, the Red Sea, and um, before I say that, I know some of you might, might be asking, okay, so how do we know to head down to the Red Sea? You see, before the Israelites was in bondage, right? It wasn't they wasn't happy, and because they was not happy where they are, they said, uh -uh, this at this point I am not happy. I need to move, or at this point, I see my brothers and sisters at a point where there, uh, things are not too well. Think, things are not going the way they're supposed to go to. It was supposed to go. So they want to take 
move from that point and go towards another point where they are more happy and and that point is like a desire so therefore you observing your life and you see that you know it's time to me to move away from this particular position I'm in. And it's time to move from this particular job that I'm in. It's time for me to advance my life from the, um, maybe advance to our next degree. It's time for me now to advance my business. It's time for me to, to start my business, right? It's time for me to take my life to another level, right? Because where you are now is like, okay, it was cool maybe five, ten years ago, or a couple of years ago, but now you're just observing in your, in your heart that, you know, I think it's time for me to take it to the next level. I, I, I believe it's time for me now to move to the next step in my life. You understand? So because they were in bondage, because they were not happy, they were, in, they were not free, they're not feeling as if, well, they are living life so the Israelites know how to God had to take the Israelites now from where they are in bondage to uh, to the promised land which I would like to call the land of their desire so you in your life see which part you are, you are realize that you're not happy where you are or, or you're going through some some a sense of you know this I should be moving forward from here from this point from this position um, I want to take it to the next level. And that is, that is how you know that it's time to move forward. Uh, maybe some other time I could give you some examples. You know, um, just people just realizing that, you know, I'm not feeling too right here. I'm not feeling too happy here. It's time to move on. It's time to move forward. I think I should go for my, 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 my degree. Um, I think I should go for my master's. I think I should go for my PhD. I think I should go for something more advanced. I, I think at this point, I think I should start my business or I think I should advance my business because I don't, I, don't like the, I don't like where we are right now and I feel I could do some more work to help out more people. You know, I don't like this position. I think I should go for a manager position. You know, it just, it just reach a point in your life where you're telling yourself that it's time, time for me to take it to the next level. Again, once you are serving God and you're worshiping and you're, and you're focusing God, God does have a way to just tell you, okay, time to move, time to pick up, time to take it to the next level. All right? So they reached by the Red Sea, and the Red Sea, I mean, they had no boats, right, guys? They have no boats. They, they, just, they just reached by the Red Sea. They have, like, a, a mountains to the side of them, and then the Egyptians coming down for them. They're coming back for them. They're coming back to, to let them know that, hey, we made a, I don't think all this should be going out there. I, I want to take you guys back to bondage. So the enemy is coming down on you. The enemy is saying, eh, where are you going? You want to go to your the desire? You want to go to our next level in your life? Why? No, I'm coming down for you and, and make it hard for you, right? So the people of, the people of Israel there, the Egyptians coming down at them, and they are looking at, and they are telling themselves that I am going towards my desire, but they reach a Red Sea. When they reach the Red Sea, they have to ask this particular question, and I got this from a pastor. Is this Red Sea an obstacle or a closed door? Think about it. They're going towards their desire, which is the promised land. You're going towards your desire too as well, which you believe that it's time to take up myself from which part I am to go and get my degree. You reach an obstacle, and then you're wondering, but wait now, I reached this particular point. I need to know if this obstacle is a closed door where it's like, you know what, I will turn back, 
and, and go back to which part I was. All right, cool. Or is it that this uh, this Red Sea is, is an is is a is a is an obstacle? If whether it's a closed door where you turn back, or it's an obstacle where you need to push forward. Right? It's like you need to push forward, you need to pray more and then push forward. So the Israelites ob- already observed that it's not a close is a closed door because they were complaining, complaining to Moses. But Moses now was like, no, this is not a closed door. This is an obstacle that we need to pray and push through. But the people of Israelites were thinking that this is a closed door. We made a mistake. We should not be here. We should turn back and go back to which part we was. Right? So they're thinking that it's a, it's a mistake. It, it was a mistake. But Moses is saying, this is not a mistake. This is not a closed door. This is an obstacle. Now, how do we know from that perspective? Remember, you're leaving where you are. And you're telling yourself, I need to advance my life. I need to start my own business. I need to develop my life. I need to take from this point to our next level because I was in bondage or you, you wasn't satisfied where you are. You're telling yourself, I need to advance my life. Cool. Now, how do you know that that point is a closed door when you reach that Red Sea, which is, seems to be an obstacle? It's like, you remember when the Israelites... Was in a was being led by the cloud by night. We read the verse, and the and the fire carrying them by day by night, and the cloud was by day. So the cloud was protecting them over them by day, and the fire was over them by night. So it's as if well to say that the fire and the cloud was there to remind the Israelites that listen. You're going the right way. I am right here with you. That's what God's trying to tell them. I'm right here with you. We're going the right way. Don't worry. Everything is going to be good. It's all good. I'm right here. And that fire and cloud led them to the Red Sea. So they know for a fact that God is the one that led them there. They didn't reach there by themselves. They didn't reach there by them just telling themselves, i just going to be here. They were led there by the God by, by the Holy Spirit. So how do you know that God is leading you there? The cloud and the Red Sea in our times, and I'm just using some analogies here, is as if, well, a blessings in your part. If you could look back in your life to see how God has been leading you, it gives a clear indication that God is directing your path and you just end up by the Red Sea of your life. So in other words, it's like you had to look back at your past and ask yourself how God led you, how God directed your path. In other words, did he move, did he open some doors for you in the past? Did he bless you with certain things in the past? Did people come into your life to help you out with certain things and move and move different um, obstacles in your past so that you can be where you are today. It's as if, well, you're, you're, you're asking yourself, what, you know, did you, were, were you thankful for some things in the past? You see, what happens is that when we are in our life, we, not, we do not tend to be thankful for the small mercies that we got. And when we are forgetting those small mercies, we forget that that was God leading us. So when we reach a point now where things are, when we reach a point where um, we reach a red sea in our life, which is an obstacle, 
we tend to not see it as an obstacle and we get scared, right? We get scared and we see, and then the, 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 the negative people and the haters keep coming at us and we believe them rather than, and we, and we want to go back to bondage, we'll go back to which part we was all the time or, or we stay put rather than, listen, I see God move a mountain for me in my past. I see God bless me with this. God bless me with that. God direct my path here. He give me this. He bless me with this. Then I know that God is going to lead me in my future here. So when I reach this point, I know this is not a closed door. It's an obstacle that I need to push through and continue and push through. It is something that you have to literally observe. To know that it's a closed door, you, you put yourself there. You, you didn't have no guidance from God. You didn't have nothing. You didn't, you, didn't, you didn't see nothing from guidance from the past. And you're there. So it's like, you know, this isn't feeling right. This, I shouldn't be here. But if you see in the past that God bless you with this, he moved this mountain here. He put you in this position here. He guide you away from here. And, and he moved certain people away from you so that you can... You can be there and God bless you and God directed you. He moved some obstacles and you are and you're blessed in the past. So that therefore when you reach your obstacle, you're like, you know, this is not a closed door. This is an obstacle because God blessed me with this. God blessed me with that. God guided me here. And then now when I reach here now, you in front of me? No, no, no. This is not a closed door. This is an obstacle. So therefore you pray and then you take the necessary steps to move forward. You pray and you take the necessary steps to move forward. This passage is really uh, unique. And there's so many more that I'm, I'm trying to read and try to understand. But this was clear, clearer to me um, where you can see that this uh, showing you how to understand a little bit about purpose living, how to push forward, um, uh, knowing clearly that, you know, there's something here God guiding me with. There's something here God directing my path here. And, you know, you're not, you're not seeing the way, you know, or sometimes you're, you're not seeing that direction and you reach like an obstacle. It's just, it's just a matter of praying and taking the necessary steps to push forward. You take that necessary step to, to, to push forward, whether it's applying for that particular position and praying that God will open up doors for you because he know, you know that God led you in that path. So therefore, when you reach here now, it's like, you know what? Time to push forward here, man. Because you, you see that God is directing your path. In matter of fact, what ended up happening is that God put the cloud behind behind the Israelites so that he can pre prevent the Egyptians from getting at them. So you have haters, but they wouldn't get at you. But you'll see them. You'll see them. Sometimes you won't even hear them. You, you hear the noise and the rumbling. You're seeing them. But they wouldn't get at you to prevent you from, they you know, they wouldn't touch you. They wouldn't get at you so that they, they wouldn't prevent you from reaching to your, to your um, desire and crossing that obstacle. Right, so I'm encouraging everyone to seek God, ask God for His guidance, ask Him for direction, pray, and push through because um, you don't want to stay in bondage. You want to move forward. You don't want to stay in a position where you just don't like. You're not comfortable. You're not happy. You don't feel it's you, and you want to move from that position 
to our next position. You're not feeling that, you know, you realize that you're not making enough money here. You want to develop financially. That's cool. Developing financially is cool, guys. So they want to move from that point to the next financial development of your life. You know, you're so, so therefore, you take it seriously and you and your head down, you move forward, you reach an obstacle. Because you know God bless you and move different mountains for you in the past, he guided you, He's, you know, he set you up nicely to push forward. And then you just reach an obstacle, which is your Red Sea, pray and push forward because you know that this is where you want to go and this is how you want to move in the future. All right, guys, so uh, this text was a lot. I know some of the guys was like asking, like, how do you know the path in the first place? Remember, I talk about the bondage and not feeling good at this point. Nehemiah was another another um, book um, verses that I, I discovered that how you could dis- like you know you literally discovered that part. And sometime in the future, I would like to go through Nehemiah because Nehemiah really talks about that too as well. I mean, it's so much messages in the in the in the, in the scriptures here in the Word of God where you can discover. Uh, I got ideas and clues as to, as, as to discover purpose, you know. So, uh, guys, so I, I'm encouraging you to continue reading the Bible, and it has lots of information. Uh, I want to thank you for coming across to this podcast, and I would like you to just uh, click that button, um, send me a message, uh, let me know what's up, let me know what's your thoughts, what's your thinking, let me know uh, what is your views. Right, and what I've just talked about. Let us have a discussion. All right, guys. So thank you very much for coming across to this episode. And I will see you on the next one.